535, heading south to Laredo. About to pick us some pounds so we can make us some queso. No luggage in the trunk, just me and Saki. Headed back down to Texas, now we serving these beans. Hello and welcome to the I-35 Sports Connection. It's Mila. It's your boy AAA on this Father's Day edition of the I-35 Sports Connection podcast. How are we doing today? I think we're doing good. You got ribs in the smoker, so I definitely won't complain about that. I mean, it's it's a crime if you aren't smoking or grilling on Father's Day, right? Like you I could legitimately get arrested. Oh wow! Okay. No, I mean you should be. I, oh, I, oh, like you need to do something. I thought that was a thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I believed it. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, what are we talking about today? I, I mean, we've got we got Bundesliga updates. The league pretty much is uh, about wrapped up. They got one more week, but the titles wrapped up. Um, only regulation battles Do are Sudorf left. Winning it. Man, I really don't want to give you a spoiler alert, but yeah, Dusseldorf <laughs> did not win the Bundesliga title. Rats. Uh, we've also got COVID updates across multiple sports, so okay, okay, what's going on there and how that affects everything that's going on. Uh, we'll also talk uh, NBA restart plans. Uh, there's a free agency window now, so mm-hmm. teams can uh, sign players, and it might not be the teams you expect either. And then we can also talk about, like, should the Mavs sign somebody? What are the Mavs going to do, if anything? But uh, I think probably we should start with the biggest news that's coming out right now. Oh, Ed, what would that be? Uh, I mean, should I say it or should our girl Cardi say it? (laughs) Oh, Cardi, here you are. Shit is getting real. Yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely been getting real, but yeah. She ain't wrong. She is not wrong. Man, coronavirus. I Uh, mean, like, I don't want to downplay it, but it really has the best beat. It, Yeah. I mean, maybe it's its structure. It just, it looks like all those little attachment thingies. Yeah. Those might be bass speakers. We don't I know. Oh, shit. I mean, that's why it's sneaking up on everybody because of the beat. <laughs> <laughs> you dancing and all of a sudden you get hit with it. But, ah, oh, just so, some, some real big news that coming out of uh, our beloved Manhattan, oh, Kansas. Man, this hits me right in the purple pride. But, um, unfortunately, I'm sad to report that 14 of our football players have tested for tested positive for COVID-19. So as a result of that, for 14 days, all voluntary activities have been shut down. Now we should say everybody's doing shut fine. Down. No one's in peril. Uh, so True, yes. Um, but still, I mean, it could escalate. I hope it doesn't. But I mean, that's always out there and that's why it's scary. Yeah, so kind of a bummer there and kind mm-hmm. of like a little blow to college football restarting, yeah. especially when you saw Clemson had double the amount of yeah, cases. Yeah, freaking 28. It's just, to me, I hope it doesn't happen, but I feel like how how is football season, how, like how are we going to have this sport happen? How? I, I mean, if you're going to do it, maybe scrap the regular season, go into one big bracket and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that would be kind of cool. Right? Some teams, I'm Ooh. sorry, you're going to play one game this year. That's it. You, you're going home. But let's Guess do a so. gigantic college football bracket. No, so that's bad news. And it, and it wasn't just uh, K-State or Clemson. There are some other schools too, but mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of like the first ones. That, too. Yeah. And then, yeah, Florida blew up. I mean, you had like, I think 22 people in the Phillies organization get it. You had an NHL player get it uh, for Arizona. You've had somebody in ML, or uh, in golf get it. What? Uh, How? I mean... That's like you're like by yourself. So, so like, mm, that's a good point. Like, man. like, how are people still getting it with all the protocols? Jeez. And the important thing to remember is like, this isn't like a bubble situation where the NBA yeah, is going to have it. You it's a controlled in environment. Like, no matter what policies you've been put in place, what what procedures you put in place or protocols that you have at your school at the end of the day, if 
people are still able to go home to have a life outside of this, then no matter what you do, there is still an area that COVID could come in there. You know, like, you know, I'm not going to throw any shade on anybody, but I I think we've both experienced situations where people we know, you know, at, at, at work or at home are follow the rules in public. Right. But in their private life, behind closed doors they're not following the rules oh, yikes, they're yeah. i mean shoot we've had we've had people's uh you know, not attend birthday parties like oh yeah i can't COVID. all of a sudden they're over here partying with a hundred people like bitch do you could have said you didn't want to go you didn't have to lie about it you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's it's gonna you always have that risk no matter what and then you've got florida spiking mm-hmm. arizona spiking Texas spiking. <laughs> yeah, Texas is out of control right now. So uh, let's go into you know college football. Do you still think it's going to happen, or, or what's your mm-hmm. gut feeling on this? I just don't see how. Like, if you have hordes of people continually contracting, like, I just how. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, money rules a lot more things than we know. So that's the thing, right? Money talks, and yeah. the good thing for college football is there's still time. You know, there is still time. They can mm-hmm. still slow play this a little bit, just like the NFL slow playing it. But even the NFL, they're not going to sell tickets now until a Hall of Fame game. There's yeah. going to be no fans there. And so that was something where a month ago, they're like, yeah, business as usual, not affecting us. But the longer this progresses, the more we're seeing that, like, now the NFL is having to start to make protocols and, and start to make judgments. College football is going to be heck. Even the NBA is talking about maybe potentially next season, mm-hmm. no fans. So that's really interesting too. Is that like we don't know at what point this is going to happen? But I will say for college football and the NFL, whereas the NBA is indoors, like most stadiums are either outdoors or mm-hmm. they have the ability to open a roof, right? So maybe there's something that they can look at there as far as like having that circulation going in or, or having it where it's like, yeah, you mm-hmm. can't sell out your stadium, but if you spread everybody out enough, if you, you know, change mm-hmm. up how people are coming in and out, maybe there's a chance where you can sure. fill it at a certain capacity, but it, it, it's getting, it's getting pretty crazy. And like, this is a good jumping off point to go into major league baseball. Yes. Yeah. I, I believe we, you know, we kind of called it a little, go ahead, go into it. Yeah. So like uh, last week, you know, we were talking about how like, there it's going to be a while before a deal gets done even though like there was a lot of reports about saying oh a deal probably happening this week mm-hmm. or within a week like no i mean think made a of, really good analogy about it earlier yeah so like think of it this way if you're on the brink of a divorce you're not going to renew your vows with that person next mm-hmm. week right like you don't go from divorce right. to renewing vows in one week time frame right. like it, it doesn't happen like that and so like whenever you see stuff like that like you've got to be somewhat realistic about it that like the way that they were talking to each other there's no way yeah. you know unless you're the and NF- baseball players they don't play games they're like all right we just won't have a season that's fine yeah this isn't like like the NFL Players Association, yeah. the softest labor unit in the whole world. I mean, this is MLB. They've they've lost the World yep. Series. I learned that fun fact today in 1994. Yeah, yeah. and like, how when, is that even possible? Whenever you're you're willing to risk your biggest game, mm-hmm. now future generations they're like, no, no, no. They risked the World Series for us, that so we could crazy. have all this. We're not going to go any step back on any of this because of what those players risked for us. So, you're talking about the strongest players association. It's also why they have guaranteed contracts mm-hmm. why they get paid the most so there is no they were ready to risk it for the biscuit yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i guarantee you that they will be willing to risk it again too um so 
Kind of no movement there. Mm-hmm. Um, the only movement that we're now 100% sure of is it's not going to be 100 games. Mm-hmm. It's going to be less. It's going to be less than 80 games. Yep. We know that for a fact that, that especially with the time window closing, that like sure. there there's not enough time. And like even Fauci said, like, yo, you better get this done fast. You better get the games within a short window. And I think most experts are picking, try to get this done by October. Mm-hmm. You have your season done by October. Yeah. Um, yeah, so MLB, I think, still got a ways to go. Last week, we talked about, what, July 4th-ish, mm-hmm. at least I said. I you think know. maybe still a little later. Yeah, so, you know, just keep your uh, keep your ears close to the ground on that. I, I think they will get a deal done, though. Mm-hmm. So, do uh, you want to pick our next topic, what we're going to jump into? Um, let's talk about the NHL. Yeah, uh, you want to take it away with the hub cities, what you're hearing? Yeah, so maybe Vegas. Here's some rumblings about that, but also Canada is apparently in play. Yeah, so uh, I think yeah. we mentioned like a month ago, right, that mm-hmm. Canada was going to be a little tricky. It was like three cities, Edmonton, Vancouver, and Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, yeah, so it looks like the NHL is leading towards Vegas and Toronto, and the Canadian government passed the law, or not a law, but uh, gave approval for mm-hmm. uh, can- like an exception. Yeah, an exception, so the NHL can do their do their season or finish their season in Canada if they wanted to use them as one of the hub cities. So, I think whenever you do something like that, you obviously know something, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you try to get that approval? Right, if you didn't think that that was going to happen. Yeah, if that wasn't a possibility, someone had to ask. Someone had to bring up the question. I agree. And when it is your version of baseball, your pastime. Mm-hmm. I think it will be very curious, though, if they do end up picking Vegas because Vegas has been opened up to the public and there's like hella tons of like groups of people there now. So I'm a little concerned because I'm like, are they going to do like the bubble city, like the NBA or how does that work? Where would it be at? Like there's so many other questions that come up. Yeah, I think once you pick the bubble, the, the hub city, then you can go into the bubble stuff. And the only reason I think Vegas is probably a good possibility is because like they just built those brand new Mm -hmm. hotels for the Raiders coming down. Yeah. So you've got the capacity, right? And you've got literally brand spanking new. And when you're talking Vegas, you're talking luxury. So like, you know how that NBA bubble city looks amazing with like the massage. (laughs) Dude, it sounds awesome. Let me just tell you, like, how do I get up in there? Yeah, they got the 2K lounge. They got massages. Apparently the only bad part is though, if you're going to play ping pong, you can't play doubles. You can only play singles. I'll sacrifice that. (laughs) I'm like, I forgot who it was, but I was like, really, this is your concern? Like you're getting everything else, but this is your concern? Wow. Yeah. So I, I think if you pick a place like Vegas, you can do something with that type of luxury. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the NBA will have some regular season games, but the NHL is going straight into postseason. So once you lose, you're out. You know, you, yeah. lose, you lose your series, you're gone. That's true. I forgot about that. That's very true. So they'll turn through teams a lot faster. So it'll be a lot quicker for them to get to get through it all. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, you pick Vegas, you get the secluded hotels. And then let's say you pick Toronto as your other one. I mean, Canada's doing great. So the only thing that I worry about now that if sports do like come back as we hope they will, does that mean people are going to have more watch parties at their house? Are they going to go to bars and hang out at bars now that they're open at 100% capacity here? Like, what does that mean? <sighs> that's a that's a good question, right? Yeah, it's like, ah. I, I don't know. I think mm. I think in places like Texas where they are very... Uh, I yes. know Hatton, you I let know. us know. So sorry about Hatton, but she's very invested in this situation. I just, I can't see Jerry Jones seeing people fill bars at 100% capacity being... <laughs> and hey, not his stadium. Yeah, they could be at my, I'll open a roof. 
what the hell's up with this? Yeah, it's technically outdoor at that point. You know what? I mean, like, there's some other stuff he's not speaking on, but he uh, will definitely yeah. speak on something that affects his, his bottom money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, speaking of the Cowboys, sorry to change gears, but let's talk Jamal Adams. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, Jamal Adams is not demanding, but saying he wants to be traded from the New York Jets. He mm-hmm. is a strong safety. Mm-hmm. And he has a list of five teams that he wants to play on. And the Cowboys and, are one of them. And the Chiefs are one of them as well. Hmm. So you want to go through the teams real quick and see who... You tell me. Let me know. Yeah, let, let's go through each team one by one by one by one by one. Okay, that was five. That was five, okay, because <laughs> I lost count. So going over the teams, it, it actually was five, but he kind of expanded the list a little bit. So you got... Why not put all 32 in there? Yeah, right. <laughs> or uh, I guess so, 31. So you've got the Bucks, uh, you've got the Cowboys, Ravens, Texans, Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, and Seahawks. Uh, so let's talk... So basically everybody. Yeah, basically everybody wow. who's considered a contender for this upcoming season. Yeah. Wow. Good job. And then you know what? Let's throw the Jets in there. If they give him a long-term deal, he's going to stay mm-hmm. and he's... I mean, honestly, though, he kind of has no choice. He still has one more year left on his contract. Mm-hmm. And even with the one more year... Dude, he, he wants can, that shmoney. He does want the shmoney, but he can also be franchise tagged after that. So he's really got... The Jets really have like two years of control still left on him yeah. after this season. So like, yeah, unless they get a sweet deal, I, I don't see him moving. But let, let's, talk, mm-hmm. let's talk where he's going to go. All right, so first with the Cowboys, I'm going to say it's kind of a Byron Jones situation here. Yeah, but everybody wants them. What, what could go wrong? Uh, well, see, the thing is, we don't really value safeties, unfortunately. And if we weren't willing to pay Byron Jones, why would we pay him? And also, like, they're literally the same person, like, great safeties, but not really getting those turnovers. So I don't really see. Yeah, Byron like, Jones why. was a very good corner, but couldn't get the interceptions. Yeah, exactly. Jamal Adams, very good safety, but doesn't really get the pick. Exactly. So, yeah, so like, why? There's, very I don't similar. See the point. Yep, I, I could I could definitely see that. It's a hard sell, right? Why would yeah. you let your own guy go? Exactly, like it doesn't make sense. Well, what about the Chiefs? Yeah, yeah, and I really like your point because like you should have just kept Byron if that was a case because yeah, you wouldn't it? have to give up draft picks either. I, I think he's just saying, I mean, who wouldn't want to come to the Cowboys? So I get it, sure. Yeah, Shoot your uh, shot. Well, with the Chiefs, it's like one, uh, first of all, I am very happy with Thornhill and Honey corporation uh great safeties <laughs> back here so like thornhill honeyco i'm i'm very good with how they're producing a, a, in their safety positions so i don't really see the need for jamal adams but also it's like with what money with what money mm-hmm. can kansas city give this guy a contract with we are broke yeah uh, we have no money for so sure yeah i i don't see it happening uh, i i don't see the jets going oh yeah uh you know g- give us maybe uh chris jones because chris jones is also owed a l- bunch of money right. after this year so, Doesn't make sense. Yeah, if the Jets don't want to give Jamal Adams a big contract, why are they going to want to give mm-hmm. Chris Jones a big contract? Which, I mean, yeah. he's very deserving of one, but the Jets don't look like they're the type that want to pay anybody yeah. right now. Well, I, I will say maybe we don't need to go into who he's not likely to go to. Who mm-hmm. do you think that he's likely yeah, if so he doesn't stay with the Jets? If he doesn't stay with the Jets. So I, I think it's going to be an NFC team. I, I don't okay. think the Jets are going to be in a situation where they want to see him, okay. you know, potentially in the regular season or the Super Bowl or the playoffs going oh shit we should have we should not have done this right Mm -hmm. so you look at the nfc teams the eagles are known to make moves in free agency they're not Mm -hmm. afraid to you know what and (laughs) sorry i can't not hear that name and not want to yeah i mean this is the same team that drafted a guy named dallas just to stick it to dallas why not get a sure they did freaking petty asses why not get a safety with a dallas Mm -hmm. tattoo on his leg to stick it to dallas one more Mm -hmm. time 
And plus, their secondary needs help. <laughs> they, can, they can be beat. Also, you know, you're also looking at a Tampa Bay team that, like, when you have a Tom Brady, you're in a win-now mode. You're yeah. not really building for the future. Yeah, for real. I cannot wait to see how the Bucks play this year. Yeah, and with, with Adam saying that, hey, you know, I'm okay with not getting the contract extension for a yeah. year. Maybe maybe they're like, hey, let's run a safety. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. So I, I could definitely see that. I could also see Seattle. They're so close. You know, they're so... So close, yet so far. Yeah. Like, they're so close to taking that step. Yeah. And then the last team is San Francisco. Like, you look at that Super Bowl, they played a lot of cover three. They kind of got beat deep towards the end of that game a lot. And, mm-hmm. and if you have a guy that you trust as your strong safety to come up, then you can put a little bit more on the back end. Uh, but... Of those teams, I kind of lean towards, if I had to pick two, man, maybe Seattle and okay. Tampa Bay. What about you? Bucks. I was going to say, yeah, the Bucks for sure. I don't know so much about Seattle. I feel like they'll get in their own way. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but maybe one of those two teams, I feel like. I feel like John mm-hmm. Lynch has uh, kind of spent too much uh, in the last couple of years on getting free agents. I, I don't sure. think he's willing to do it again for San Francisco. So I would say maybe Seattle... Or the Bucks, if he's going somewhere, if he's going somewhere, okay, because uh, he, enough. the Jets really don't have to do anything with him. Mm-hmm. So, all right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now let's go into the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. So Dusseldorf did like not win the Bundesliga. I know Hatton. I'm super sad about I it know. too. We both love Dusseldorf. Yeah, uh, we called Bayern Munich pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we pretty much talked about Byron Byron Munich running away with this, and they pretty much did. They they solidify their championship this past week. Uh, you know, Dortmund lost, Byron won. It's it was Byron's to begin with. All they had to do was not lose every game, and they mm-hmm. they would have won it. And then let's check on how Dusseldorf is doing. I've got some bad news for you on Dusseldorf. Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna get regulated. They're probably going to get regulated. I'm sorry. They were just so doosily and dorfully. I know, but they kind of messed up. I'm sorry. Uh, we, 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 okay. Dusseldorf was trying to stave off elimination. No, not elimination, regulation, but it's fine. with that tie yesterday, they really needed those three points. So who squeaks in? So your three regulated teams are going to be, uh, and I'm so sorry for the pronunciation, so I'm going to let you pronounce those three teams. <laughs> okay, so Dusseldorf, as we mentioned, Werder and Paderborn. Yeah, and Dusseldorf, they, they really needed the win. Uh, I mean, they, they, they couldn't lose that their last game to uh, Augustburg, but they did, which got mm-hmm. Augustburg one point, and, and they only got one point where they could have had three and gave Augustburg none, maybe had a shot, but... yeah. We got no one week. And my no, we got one week left of Bundesliga. <laughs> we want to thank the Bundesliga because it was it was really it fun was great. to it get sports fun. back out here. And you yep. saw a lot of you know things that the Bundesliga did that everybody's copying now. You know, yeah, the stands having like the cardboard cutouts or the advertising stuff like that. Yep. The, uh, we saw Premiere today had the sound piped in, so yeah. that was really good. And then even shout out to the uh, the Super League in uh, Turkey. Uh, they had a cardboard oh, yeah. cutout of Kobe, Kobe when he visited there, and yeah. I thought that was a really Dope. really nice move right there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, one more week of Bundesliga. Get it in while you can, guys. You yeah. only got to wait till next year. Oh, and um, I guess or, or wait we, till next season. I'm sorry. Before we switch subjects here. Uh, yeah, we got to talk about um, a request from uh, I-35 sports coverage oh, in Austin. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, talking about the best sport here, wrestling, yeah. and not WWE, because 
That that's triple A's thing. That's not my thing. My thing is the real deal, like collegiate Olympic wrestling. So, yeah, so who we got? Who we got? Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and, and go through the matchup that that's going to happen, and it's a pretty big match. So you've got Dake versus Chimizo, July twenty fifth, and, and this is the match of the year. So, little backstory in case you guys don't know who these people are. Um, basically, I think everybody knows who Jordan Burroughs is, right? Mm-hmm. The the multi Olympic uh, medalist, yep, best wrestler in the U.S. for a while now. Uh, these are his two biggest rivals throughout yep. the last few years. These are the guys that that push him you mm-hmm. know the, i mean uh shoot dig gave him his first loss on u.s soil and however Dude, many and that was such a good match that was a really good match really really good match i mean yeah jordan burroughs came back two matches in a row and beat him after that and yeah, it took dig six tries but True. you know still really really good right i mean so what i've always like been told in wrestling is that if you're consistently winning and you're only winning and you don't get beat you don't have enough competition yeah so Wrestling is one of those sports where it's like, you want your person to win, but if they lose, you're like, all right, now they're just going to work harder. I can't wait to watch their next match. So Yeah, and Diggs very, shown very he awesome. has the ability, right? So whenever yeah. you beat someone like, like Burroughs, you, mm-hmm. you're the real deal. And then Chimizo, he's been... Jordan's probably toughest competition. Uh, I mean, for however long, mm-hmm. you know, this kid out of Italy, every match is going down to the yep. wire with, with Burroughs and Burroughs is somehow getting like a, a last minute Dude, takedown. Dude, it's explosive doubles. Oh my, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I think the the battle off the street, uh, the one that was on like the, I think they oh, did. Oh, Beat the Streets? Yeah, Beat yeah. the Street. In that, Times Square? Yeah, like yeah. where he had the, the big takedown to win yep. uh, against Shimizu was huge. But you've got these two guys and they're, they're similar in the fashion of they're both very defensive wrestlers, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dick and Chimizo. So it's really interesting. But even though they're both defensive, they're really odd, right? Like mm-hmm. Dake is just this powerful, powerful Powerhouse. kid. Powerhouse. Yeah, like you, he's very he's defensive, but you can still get in on his legs. But Ow. the problem is he's so powerful. He could high fly you. He mm-hmm. could flip you over. Oh, he, dude, high flyers are my thing, Yeah, man. so... Even even Burroughs got caught with one of those once. You know, he shot him in the legs, and it's a move you can't do it all the time. But when you you just feel the momentum, and when it's right, you high fly the shit out of someone. Oh, oh, I love it. Yeah, and then you've got Chimizo though. Like he's not near as powerful, right? So you don't got to worry about that standpoint. But man, his technicality is there. Technical. He's fast as hell. Uh, I think Dake's. It's going to be very interesting because I think Chimizo is going to be able to get in on Dake's legs a lot. Yeah, but his power like yeah. it's going to be interesting if Chimizo can overcome the power I could see him winning but I think Dake's going to take this match yes. when is this match by the way July 25th Ooh, okay. Flow Wrestling if you want to watch Ooh. it Flow Wrestling whoever the announcer is that does like the coverage he does a really good job yeah so if you if you want to go strictly like <laughs> if you want someone to root for Dake's the American Chimizo's the Italian maybe that gives you some like nationality rooting yeah. interest since there is no Olympics it's kind of, yeah I was gonna say it's like kind of like okay we didn't have the Olympics but hey here's some like international sportage yeah now if you want to root for a style I say Chimizo's the more exciting wrestler because of just how quick he is dude but I love Dake so I'm Dake all the way yeah I, I think Dake's gonna win that's who I, I'll be rooting for at least but I'll be happy with either match and who'd you pick Hatton was it was it Chimizo I think Hatton's picking Chimizo you over think here so? yeah, I think she likes she's a Dake girl <laughs> all right so talking about pivoting we will be talking about NBA free agency it'll be real short though just a mere seven days and it'll be June 23rd to the 30th. Yeah, so one Real week, quick. free agency. If oh, you it's wanna, probably going to get cray-cray. Yeah, if you want to rebuild, reload, let's go. Um, mm-hmm. 
the Clippers kind of already signed Joe Kim Noah, but they were working on that before Corona hit. So they were allowed to like finish that deal because mm-hmm. he had a 10 day contract. But okay, um, okay. let's go into it. Right. So every team is eligible to sign somebody. This isn't just for the ball, the teams that are going into the bubble. This is for mm-hmm. teams that are also eliminated. So like Atlanta, who has Vince Carter retiring, mm-hmm. you have a ro- so, sad. so sad, but you have an open roster spot. So if there's someone you want to lock down, now is the time. Mm, okay. So, you know, th- you got that to think about. You also got people to think about as far as like, you know, help for the playoffs. So if you're a team that where Brogdon got a surgery and you don't mm-hmm. know that he's going to be ready or the Spurs where Lamarcus Aldridge got a surgery and you need someone to kind of fill in and, and to make that push, now is the time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to sign somebody. I, now let's talk about the Mavs because we're Mavs centric. Yep. Um, I don't know if the Mavs are going to make a move, guys. I don't think we are. I there's nothing telling me that we would, and mm. I hope we don't look at Boogie Cousins again. Yeah, I think we made our move with Will Trill, mm-hmm. but I, I will say, and I think he's been great. So. I, I think he's been very good. I, I will say, if we do make a move, maybe it is for Boogie, and it's just to see where he's at, to see for if he's what, though? to see if he's something we want for next year, uh, uh, to see if he is healthy. I, I don't see the dude, Mavs he doing it. Like I'm just nah. Yeah, I, I don't see them doing it. Next, but <laughs> all right. too far away to even do it. Next, what was that show on MTV? <laughs> oh, when they would come out of the tour bus, I'm like, yeah, you could just next somebody <laughs> upon looking at them. Yeah, that would be me. Yeah, next. they come out of the tour bus. I like pineapples. Next, next. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, next. next. But yeah, so there's guys like Boogie Cousins, Trey Burke, Shumpert, Miles. Yeah, not really seeing anybody. There, there's no, there's no really, really. This is an empty grocery store. Yeah, uh, but I, I do see it. Like if there are young guys that you're potentially wanting to try out, I, I could see a team like Atlanta signing somebody mm-hmm. or teams with like not a very deep bench, kind of like the Lakers, but mm-hmm. teams like the Mavs that have a good bench. I, I just don't see them adding anybody right now. For jerseys. Yeah. So uh, really looking forward to see what happens there, though, yeah. with that with that free agency period. Because you also have players like Jamal Crawford, who's really good off of the bench. So like he, mm-hmm. I think he might get signed somewhere and be yeah. like a really good bench role. But maybe this won't be as eventful as I thought. Maybe it would be in seven days. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. And then, you know, okay, to close out the show, I want to talk about the 30 for 30. So the last one that will be aired for a while was this past weekend called So Long Summer or Long Gone Summer. Sorry. Um, it was I mean, I it's hard when you start with the Lance Armstrong story. And then I, I just felt like they weren't as good after that. The yeah. Bruce Lee one was oh, Bruce it could Lee have been one wasn't, so good. And yeah, it they just, made it a little bit too boring. It and was very long, boring. The baseball one was just, uh, but uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, you know, following that 1994 strike and just talking about Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and, you know, that home run chase. Like, I thought that was kind of cool. And Sammy Sosa is a very, very dapper gentleman. Which, He's, which Sammy, black Sammy or white Sammy? What? Yeah. Did you not notice how he looks completely different? He's like white now. I mean, yeah, but he's not sitting out in the sun all day playing baseball. No, I was like, I thought there happened? was another Sammy Sosa. So I was like, wait a second. No, but what happened to he him? He exfoliated and he his suit game. I was like, okay, Sammy, I see you. I see you. Yeah. So the, the big thing I got from that is like how I felt bad for King Griffey because like Sammy mm-hmm. and McGuire were on steroids. And if it wasn't for them, Griffey would have got the title. For sure. Uh, but MLB is actually doing a Griffey documentary this weekend. Oh, so okay. I think you should check that out. I, okay. I mean, you, 
King Griffey Jr., like he was one of my favorite ball players growing mm-hmm. up. You know, he kind of invented the whole backwards hat game. Yeah. You know, I uh, just suck. dude. Yeah. Just, you know, the kid is one of my favorites of all time. I think yeah. he kind of, him, uh, Jeter kind of defined that their eras of baseball. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I wish in this 30 for 30, they had like gone more into like the scandal of. Mm hmm. Um, like the drug use and stuff. But it was funny because they kind of skirted around it. They were like, oh, we didn't know that they were illegal. We didn't know what testosterone was. I'm like, wait, what is that? What? I kind of I kind of think that like when you get people like that to talk, <laughs> that's the only way you can get them on, right? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I don't know. It's just funny. I like rewound and watched it and I was like, oh my God, they did just say that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, All right, we're like, taking that defense. Cool. It's like Mark McGuire. Hard. Did you not notice how your head tripled in size? Or like... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I thought it, it, it was much better than the Bruce Lee documentary. But again, when you start with Lance and then, you know, something that was highly publicized and just so scandalous, mm-hmm. it's hard to like kind of top that. I did want to point out in there that there's one moment where like Mark McGuire hits a home run and you see it flying and you see Barry Bonds kind of look at it with a, just a stank face. <laughs> and this was small Barry Bonds, but Barry Bonds was still one of the best players in baseball yeah. before Royds. And it's almost like Before that Royce. was it was almost like that was the catalyst for Bonds to get on Royds because he at the end of the day, Barry Bonds was still a Hall of Famer before Royds. Mm-hmm. And I think when he saw people like Mark McGuire knocking out 400, 450 feet home runs, mm-hmm. he's like, they're getting all the attention. I worked my ass off. Yeah, I got to do this. I got to, you know, it, even it's the not fair. Field. It's kind of like everybody's doing it and I'm getting the short end of the stick. So I I almost felt bad for Barry Bonds at a moment, (laughs) almost, but yeah, uh, I I think it's worth the watch. It's not as good as the Lance or the last dance, but yeah, it was definitely, definitely check it out. Definitely check out the King Griffey on MLB. One of my favorite baseball players of all time, but uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, We'll hit you guys back next week. Hopefully there's some good news around baseball by then. Really hoping that we get something, but at least if there isn't, we'll be a week away uh, from like teams oh and, and getting ready for Basket the NBA bubble conference. season. And, and we should know by then where the NHL is going to take place. Mm-hmm. So can't wait. Talk to you guys later. Peace.